Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 165 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Hey, listen, you smell something? Uh, and we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian, myself, or a listener select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. This week's topic, as chosen by a listener named Adam for someone named Kelly, is ghosts. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, ghosts, the uh, things that are hanging out in your, your room watching you beat off. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing it. Don't know why would anybody do it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the episode, uh, speaking of ghosts, uh, this is a big week for the internet. <laughs> we, we lost a, a titan of the industry. Uh, low tax. Oh, that's Richard right. Kayanka, the founder of somethingawful.com. Uh, blew his goddamn brains out. <laughs> <laughs> For, not, not precisely sure why. It seems like because he didn't want to pay child support or whatever. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff floating around about that. Yep. That's Just like cool. ghosts do. They love to float around. As, uh, <laughs> as low tax is doing right now, undoubtedly. Uh, uh, yeah, probably so, in hell, uh, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> well, he had a rough couple of years that may have launched him towards that trajectory. Hey, he did sell the website for $400,000, the forms. Uh, hey, not bad. And that was like a year ago. And like and that, nine months ago. And uh, as of up to uh, two months back prior, he was uh, doing live streams, uh, eating uh, cured meats uh, for donations. So... That gives you any idea of uh, how this guy was with money. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> boy, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, it must have been weird for like, let's say, fifteen to eighteen years to have a steady stream of money that's just coming in off of your website. Mm-hmm. And this was like well before Patreon or anything like that. So he was like. He was one of the few people in the world that was making money off of being on the internet for a very long time. True. That uh, was before that was a thing. And uh, that just sort of fed into him not being able to live a normal life outside of that. Yeah. I mean, also from some of the stuff I read, he had some, his parents are very well off and more than likely probably. Uh, paid for a lot of the website stuff and the forum stuff over the years uh, because the one-time fee of $10 for the users probably really didn't carry all that much through. And then especially in the last decade or so, I'd say the advertising on there took a real dip uh, when most I mean, at one point, they were averaging like hundreds of new users a day. Sure. So it adds up pretty – that's a lot of money. I think more of the thing was just that his entire identity was this website, yep. and then he could no longer have it because he, 
got a little hair up his ass to uh, beat the hell out of his old lady. And then that, uh, that old Both lady. of them. Sure. And uh, one of them really went out of their way to say, like, hey, my uh, my boyfriend loves uh, smacking me around a little bit. And uh, I think you everyone should know that. And so he was forced to sell the website after that. And a uh, couple months later, he uh, shotgun right in the mouth. Splattered his brain everywhere. Pretty good. But got to say, hey, Rich, thanks to you. If without you, we probably would have never done this podcast. So Without you, the- we wouldn't have had 4chan or Donald Trump <laughs> or all the great things America's <laughs> known for today. So, Mr. Kayanka, we salute you in heaven, looking down, having a great laugh. Yeah. So, uh, in remembrance of Rich, what we're going to do here is we're going to uh, do a moment of silence for the next hour and 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just stay tuned, folks. And uh, thanks for tuning in. In the meantime, head over to reportthispost.com if you would like to purchase a topic, as I believe Adam did for Correct. Kelly. For her birthday. Yeah, which was seven years ago. Who knows? Actually, I think this one actually lined up. I think really? Adam was pretty. I think he was pretty on the ball for this one. Good for him. And got in there. Got in there under the uh, backlog of uh, all the shit we have lined up for this show. So good on you, Adam. I hope you guys are still together at this point. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, the episode itself is not because it's two weeks after Halloween. Would have been the Best possible timing for the episode, but uh, you know. hey, what are you going to do? We're going to talk about ghosts. Christian, do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I believe that there are... Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I believe that there's uh, parts of people that get left behind that create echoes that could be perceived as ghosts. I don't know if I believe in self-sustaining entities uh, of sorts, but... Mm. And, and yourself... No, that sounds pretty gay. Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and read some posts? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. This first one comes from our data sets, which is where nerds hang out to discuss whatever spreadsheets they're working on. Mm. Um, User single origin posted, are ghosts racist? I have a hypothesis that the ghosts that appear in American paranormal horror movies are racist. It seems to me that in the majority of the movies, the ghosts, spirits, or demons only haunt, possess, or spook Caucasians. Mm. I haven't really seen many people of color being traumatized by garden-variety poltergeists. I've thought about this for years, so much so that I want to look at every paranormal horror movie released over the last 10 to 25 years and see how many of the main characters are Caucasian. My questions are follow. How do I go about collecting this information? Is there a specific program that I can use to scrape this nuanced data? Even if I get the data about the paranormal horror movies made over the past 25 years, how do I go about identifying the race of the main characters? I'm sure it's obvious, given my elementary questions, that I'm a novice when it comes to gathering data, but I'm here to learn. And so the top comment over on our data sets from user New Folgers didn't actually have anything to do with data. That would explain the white sheets. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, hmm. I feel like, uh, my hypothesis would be the exact opposite. The ghosts are not racist because they're only haunting white people. 
the coaster they are doing it's white justice. on white crime no yeah. it's it's uh it's it's classic uh, <laughs> social justice that the, the ghosts are doing the white man is coming back from them. yeah yeah that's right i guess it, it would be more if like the entire scooby-doo cast were black and every week they're being chased around by some guy in a white sheet then it would be probably considered yeah. racist like and you would think like Scooby Doo that's like the that's like just a classic black guy name so you would just assume <laughs> the cast Shaggy come on my uncle Scooby Doo yeah <laughs> yeah that's right Velma underrated black woman name but it clearly is people don't really talk about it <laughs> like I can hear the nails clicking on the keyboard <laughs> when I hear Velma. And yet we associate it nowadays with a very, you know, uh, nerdy white woman name. But sure. It's really not. Yeah. No, that's right. Daphne, that's that's a white that's a white name. Fred, come on, forget about it. Fred Sanford, though. So, something to think about. <laughs> Fred, Fred Sanford joining the <laughs> mystery. Scrappy Inc. do? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Scrappy do is a five four black guy. He's With, always getting into trouble. He's always he's in just, fights. He just can't help it. He's he's uh, 22 years old. He's almost bald naturally, <laughs> and he just like th- he'll throw he'll throw hands whenever he needs to. All right, so the the revival of Scooby Doo <laughs> coming out on Cartoon Network. Keep an eye out for a diverse cast. Uh, we're going to be showrunners on it. Just you wait. <clears throat> If it hasn't happened already, I'm surprised. Uh, Every single thing is property has been recast with uh, our our good friends in the African American community. (laughs) Our good, yeah, good friends. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We call they're so good. They're such good friends. We call them the help because they're such helps to us. That's right. Uh, They they help us. They help guide us through our lives over on the Carcoon Network. Now, user R Syrup Derp posted this over on R Paranormal. So I don't know how to prove this, but I figured it'd be fun to share. May 26, 2009, I experienced three deaths. Two dogs and a girl. That day has been hell ever since. Well, this year, I was dreading the day the whole time. I recall waking up around 10 a.m. and having sex that morning. Around that time, this past 26th of May, I was praying, saying kind words, looking at pictures, and remembering what the good life was like. Moments later, I felt this force I only felt with this girl before. Long story short, my dick felt like this ghost was giving me good old blowjobs that I miss. Uh, User GimmeDat said, I'm a little confused. To which the OP said... Yeah, it, uh, useless post. Let's just get it buried. <laughs> <laughs> just posting some sort of inane drivel, and yeah. then being like, "Ah, yeah, I you know what? <laughs> sorry, this, guys, this I'm sucks. fucked up. I'm really sorry. Can it? Scrap it. Uh, scrappy, do it. Two dogs and a girl, but just kind of <laughs> just glancing over. I experienced three deaths, two dogs and a girl. Anyways, I was getting a blowy. Like, okay, hold, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Outside what, what of the insane context that this thing is written in, 
<laughs> that just makes no sense. Uh, you you seem to be jumping over some pretty major uh, plot points here. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really just, I just, big fan of the, yeah, you got me, whatever. Just forget it. Who gets, whatever. I'm not even just going to bother deleting it. It's like, let's just let, yeah, let's just let it die. You can, you can delete the post. You can remove it yourself. Yeah. But instead, yeah, just like. It'll just go away. <laughs> just let it die like a ghost. Oh, well, thankfully you didn't delete it so that you could find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a good, what a good sport! I want a, a true gentleman of online over there on Reddit rather than deleting mm-hmm. something that gets absolutely massacred by somebody's comment. Uh, just uh, going ahead and let it ride. So mm-hmm. good on them. Completely great. Well, from another website, an anonymous user asked this over on Tumblr: Do you headcanon Beetlejuice as autistic slash ADHD? If so, would you share some head cannons? And Delia Dietz Stan, who is the owner of the blog, replied, To answer your first question, yes. And yes. To answer your second question, hells yes. Here are some head cannons. Beetlejuice has autism and ADHD, which is why he gets written off as being sloppy, lazy, weird, etc. A lot of his stims especially the ones he does when stressed, are blatantly obvious. Things like vocal stims, humming, repetition, and physical ones, rocking, tapping his hands, biting and chewing things, so they weren't really possible to hide. The Dietzes were the first to notice, since Lydia does the same, some of the same things, but at first they wrote it off as, hey, maybe it's just a demon thing. Then, during a family movie night, when everyone was yelling at the cheesy horror movie on TV, knocking stuff over, the volume was too loud, and it sent Beetlejuice into a textbook sensory overload meltdown. It didn't take long after that for them to deduce that he had autism, and they do their best to make him feel safe and comfortable. And for the Maitlands, Barbara puts on Disney movies and runs her fingers through his hair while they watch. Sometimes, Beetlejuice will curl up on the couch, his head on her lap, and fall asleep. She doesn't mind. She knows he gets nightmares, wakes up screaming some nights, or sobs into his pillow when he thinks that nobody else is awake to hear it. Adam sits on the couch, Beetlejuice's head on his shoulder, and reads aloud to him. He follows the words with his finger as a quiet way of helping keep Beetlejuice learn the words. Yes, Beetlejuice is illiterate. Even though it's an awkward angle, he wraps one arm around Beetlejuice, holding him tightly. Anyways, Beetlejuice has a family who loves and supports him, and autistic ADHD Beetlejuice holds a special place in my heart. What in the fuck? (laughs) What? It seems like there's a whole lot of extra story I don't remember from the uh, Beetlejuice movie. That's right. After after the uh, the whole wedding scene and banishing Beetlejuice back to the afterlife, uh, the 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 Dietzes decided to bring him back and. Use their house as a halfway house for this uh, autistic ghost, I believe. <laughs> uh, really I guess weird. So, yeah, they really went well. This is someone who's been like obsessed with Beetlejuice for like twenty-eight oh, years for a long time. They've just for sure built this entire world uh, completely on their own. It's what they I, live every day. That's. <laughs> That's what they call it, a headcanon, I guess. Yeah, they're putting on their black and white striped, every piece of clothing they have. Uh, 
looks like a monochrome circus tent. <clears throat> They're just yep. going about their life, uh, telling anybody uh, within earshot about <laughs> Beetlejuice having autism and ADHD. That was a movie that was in the rotation as a kid. Oh, for sure. Probably shouldn't have been, uh, but was definitely no. definitely in the VHS player quite a bit when I was a kid, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's a good yearly revisit. It's a good movie. It's, it's a, a fun. It's one of Tim, Tim Burton's, Burton's like best. Second yes. movies, I think. After Pee Wee, I think. I, I think, think you so, right. yeah. And that one, yeah. that Pee Wee, my goodness, also in the rotation. A lot of Tim Burton back in the day. Back when he was good. Back when he did uh, good movies. What's he doing nowadays? Uh, The last thing he did, I think, was uh, some sort of uh, adaptation of a children's book. But he's he's big into that digital, everything being digital. It's hard uh, to be a good director for like 40 years. Yeah. It's really hard to do that. Uh, especially when you're just like churning them out year after year after year. He's not like a, he's not a Scorsese. He's not taking 10 years off between movies. You know what I mean? He's just banging them out. So he's I'm almost not... as good as Scorsese, but not quite there. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> he's, he's just shy of Scorsese. <laughs> Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, anyway. He might have an, he might have another one in him. Who knows? Hey, speaking of uh, those sort of movies from our youth, uh, Dr. Yanos Poha was the weird foreign guy at the museum <laughs> in the movie Ghostbusters 2. Sure. And uh, someone over on our Ghostbusters is excited about him in this new sequel that's coming out, what, next year? I, I believe think? so. Uh, this gentleman asked, who else is looking forward to the reveal that Ray and Yanos made it work 35 years later? Ray, of course, being, uh, I believe, Dan Aykroyd's character. That is correct, yep. From the first two movies, so these two are hooking up, apparently. Uh, A user responded, that wouldn't work since Ray isn't gay. They established that in the first Ghostbusters when he's in bed and dreams of the female ghost taking his pants off. That's right. And the OP responded, I mean, bi people exist. Ray does actually give me pansexual vibes, to be honest. (laughs) To which another user responded, "The fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Just a, like, just a normal person that's just on this subreddit. And they're like, why the what? fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I love the idea that someone who's like not into the internet at all and someone's like, yeah, this character from a movie from uh, 600 years ago, they give me real pansexual vibes. Like, <laughs> what? What, yeah. are, what in the world? I thought we were just talking about Slimer and shit here. What are you talking about? <laughs> like as a kid, it was like, like Slimer was the Urkel of Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah, that's where stole the show. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's that that Slimer movie. What was it called? Oh, Ghostbusters. That's right. Yeah, you and, weren't uh, considering the sexuality. I mean, honestly, outside of Sigourney Weaver, the cast of the Ghostbusters films exude negative sexual yeah. energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have a- like, <laughs> yeah, even like Bill Murray, who's like ch- technically charming. Isn't there's nothing sexual about it? You're no. like, there's he's like a cool guy. There's nobody in those films where you're like, again, outside of Sigourney Weaver, especially in the first one when she's possessed and she, you know, she's got the big hair and everything, which was like a real sexual awakening for me as a child. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, you're not looking at oh yeah, 
Yeah, you're not looking at Rick Moranis <laughs> and being like, I wonder if he's Ace Arrow or if he would mind if I right, sucked right. him off. Uh, no. And Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> he's like, he's Harry literally Nich- autistic, Dan Aykroyd. Harry- and his character is, yeah, very on the spectrum. Pairing up Peter McNichol's weird European character with like the. Yeah, what the hell was that? Flumpy- that was back when you could do that. When you could take a guy from Cincinnati and turn him into. From some foreign country that doesn't exist anymore. Some sort of Transylvanian accent uh, take off. Well, why are you good. came? That's what I remember him asking. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's like, he's like dumb because he's foreign. Okay, I got Okay, you. yeah. Well, and you know what? It was a good, that's a good basis for the rest of your life is that yeah. <laughs> foreign people are very stupid. Vigo. Oh, Vigo great. was almost hot. Um... Okay. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm, I'm not saying anything objectively. I'm just offering <laughs> constructive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Gozer. Gozer was hot. Gozer was the bad guy in the first one. That's right. But, Gozer was pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I guess is it <laughs> start keeping a list of movies. Can or you can you can you or can you not jack off to this film? And a Ghostbusters, I think, is a question mark. So now Ghostbusters two, you got the slime. That's very sexy. So mm-hmm. that's true. The slime was hot. <laughs> love, love the inside of the Statue of Liberty just sopping wet with slime. I baby. would say the Statue Ooh. of Liberty was the sexiest character in the first two. <laughs> and the third Ghostbusters movie, no one's sexy because it's just a bunch of fat pigs that were playing all the Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's right. Uh, women should not be on the screen. Hey, speaking of Ghostbusters, and particularly that scene that you mentioned in your last post, user Combine went to our movies to ask, what are your theories on why a ghost sucked Dan Aykroyd's dick in Ghostbusters? My only explanation is this. At that point in the film, Spangler, Venkman, and Stance have garnered nationwide, perhaps worldwide, fame for, well, busting ghosts. My theory is that, in the duck's dick-sucking scene, the woman ghost, the ghost who sucks Stance's dick, really does not want to be busted. So she offers Stance a little something-something to, in return, keep being a ghost and not be confined in a ghost trap. There's no real follow-up to that segment of the movie, so there's no way of telling if Stance busted the ghost or not, but I can guess that he definitely busted inside of its mouth. Mm. And user Slingu replied... I once had no sleep after a party and had sleep deprivation hallucinations and hallucinated I was getting a blowjob from someone floating over my bed. I wonder if someone else had a similar experience and thought it was a ghost, and that's where this comes from. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I thought th- I think the writers just thought it was funny. <laughs> they it, would it would be, be funny if a ghost blew Really a funny if a ghost, yeah. Let's throw a blowjob scene in here. That gets uh, turned into a dream sequence and just yeah. showed Dan Aykroyd getting sloppy toppy mm-hmm. uh, from some sort of spirit. Yeah. So, like, Ghostbusters was pretty revolutionary in that it was, like, like definitely just a comedy, but it mm-hmm. also, like, had these, like, real interesting sci-fi fantasy m- moments to it. And because it wasn't strictly a comedy, there are people out there who take it very seriously. Try to read... Well, yeah, there's a there's a weird <laughs> So, like anything else that was pop culture that was basically kind of a throwaway thing. 
mm-hmm. uh, in the, you know, back before everything had to be a, a Marvel universe style. Uh, there is now like this whole mythos behind, you know, all these movies and, you know, the, each character has a backstory and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there that I'm sure probably on the R Ghostbusters Reddit, especially would have like the actual reason why <laughs> Ray was getting a, like, because he could sense us, be- whatever. Sure. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, instead of it just like you're saying, just being like, that would be funny. We should just film that. Uh, yeah, and it was like during like a montage, right? Yeah, that right. Scene. So it was like when you're putting a montage together for a comedy movie, it's like let's come up with like six different funny ideas funny, for the montage. Yeah. And I also was, think uh, uh, included yeah. Slimer busting out of a hot dog cart with his mouth yes, full of hot right. dogs. So yeah, so. are you going to go in depth on Slimer in a hot dog cart? It's the same thing. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if? Wouldn't it be funny if? Now, I think they should have combined him and have uh, Dan Aykroyd looking up and see Slimer gobbling his dick. <laughs> just that just, big mouth. Instead of hot dogs. Just, just, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, just lowering that fat little ass onto his prick. Uh, mm. two of my that favorite, probably exists out there. <laughs> two of my favorite tweets ever, especially back when I first got on Twitter. The first one was, uh, it was something like, what the hell was Slimer in real life? Which is a great, <laughs> good, good great question. And the second was... I don't remember who did it. It was, it was one of these uh, weird Twitter guys. It was like, uh, uh, imagine if uh, the Ghostbusters song came out, but there was no movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a good point. <laughs> Just like, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. And people listening to the radio was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Like it's trying to the, build a story, yeah. like trying to do like Kenny Rogers the Gambler, but with yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ghostbusters like, song. Who are you gonna call? What are you talking about? Yeah, that was back in the eighties when, like, movies just had theme songs that just gave you the plot in the song. <laughs> with a lot of poetry to it. Two and a half minutes, you get the whole just beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh man, I, f- I found this fun article over on People dot com. A 30-year-old woman from England isn't worried about being ghosted by men in real life. Why? Mm. Because the woman claims to have fallen in love with a specter she met while sky high. Amethyst Realm said that she has had 20 paranormal lovers throughout her life, but it wasn't until she flew to Australia on a business trip earlier this year that she came across an unbelievable surprise. Hmm. I'd not had a phantom fling for a while, and as I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind, Realm, a spiritual counselor, told the sun. Then one day, while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. When it came time to fly back to England, Realm was worried she would have to leave her new lover behind, since ghosts tend to stick to one place, she explained. (laughs) Yet, once she boarded the plane, Realm said she felt the spirit's presence and realized he was coming along for the ride. I was happy and excited. So excited that we had to do something about it, she claimed. So we headed to the plane, Lou, and, well, I am now a member of the Mile High Club. While Realm claimed to have had sex with the spirit, she didn't hear his voice until they were on a recent trip to England's Wookiee Hole Caves, where she said he asked her to marry him. There was no going down on one knee because he doesn't have knees. But for the first time, I heard him speak, she said. I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful. Deep, sexy, and real. 
Well, about uh, two years after this article was published, we have an update. Amethyst Realm said that she called things off with her ghost lover, Ray, and she used Sage to keep him at bay. We've called the wedding off, Amethyst said. It was going really well until we met on holiday, and that was about last May, and then he completely changed. I think maybe he fell in with a bad crowd when we were on holiday. He just started becoming really inconsiderate. He'd disappear for long periods of time, and then when he came back, he'd bring other spirits to the house, and they would just stay around for days. Hmm. Just uh, your ghost boyfriend uh, kicking open the door and a bunch of other guys piling in. Yeah. Hey, honey, you got any beer in the fridge? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tough. Yeah, 20 now, coast lovers, though. Yeah, like a hundred years ago, this this gal would have been like heaved off a cliff. Oh, for sure. She was like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. And instead now, uh, if you Google her name, the first thing that comes up is a, a song, Amethyst Realm, uh, written and performed by Sean Lennon and Les Claypool. Mm. Uh, yeah. The Claypool Lennon Delirium is their uh, duo's name. Uh, so I'm not entirely sure what's worse for this lady. Being known as the crazy bitch who fucked 20 ghosts or uh, having a song written by about her uh, by two lunatics. So I'm not entirely sure. Really yeah, weird. Amethyst Realm is a little on the nose as far as a, a <laughs> spiritual gal. <laughs> <laughs> my name is sage crystal and uh mm-hmm. i'm a witch i'm a wiccan i currently have eight ghosts living in my pussy mm-hmm. uh, i rented out like a boarding bitch. house that's my name <laughs> oh yeah you uh you follow that chick on twitter too do you <laughs> yeah twitter.com slash astrology bitch do we have something we do yep <laughs> She has do. not tweeted since 2015, but at Astrology Bitch is is taken. I'm afraid. Sorry, folks. Hey, send a DM. Maybe you can. Maybe if she's just squatting on it, maybe she'll turn it over for a couple hundred bucks. Her last tweet. I follow back most of the time, so you can DM me requests and stuff if you want to. Hey, there you go. Nothing since then. Ghost got her. She was pulled into the closet like Carol Ann and Poltergeist and never heard from again. And the messer. R.I.P. to Astrology Bitch. Hey, here's another great news item. This one comes from the New York Post. Kathleen Roberts, a woman who claims she's Marilyn Monroe reincarnate, believes she's married to the King of Pops ghost. Roberts alleges that Michael Jackson's ghostly presence doesn't have sex with her. However, he likes to use her earthly body to dance, sing, and eat. She revealed that the Billie Jean singer proposed to her clairvoyantly with a pink engagement ring. She also claims that they had the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. officiate their nuptials when she was getting out of the bathtub. Michael stays in me all the time, so he comes to the restroom with me and calls these special bonding moments toiletries. Roberts wrote of Jackson. He stays possessed in me, relaxed, not channeling, and just enjoying living through me and communicating with me as a husband. He also likes to eat in me. He loves cookies. He cusses a lot more than I expect him to as a former fan. 
Robert also admits her supernatural senses have previously been mistaken as schizophrenia. <laughs> oh. They've been mistaken as that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So, okay. okay. Old Cat Roberts. Uh, very different name than Amethyst Realm. Yeah. No. Same exact thing. <laughs> uh, different title, same story. That's right. Yeah. So she got out of the bathtub and that's when uh, mlk stepped in to, uh, <laughs> to officiate, officiate their... their nuptials that's right okay that was like lightning struck as she was getting out of the tub and that was the time when yeah old mj decided to pop not only just pop the question but just to go through the whole thing <laughs> i mean mlk is a busy guy uh over there uh, <laughs> yeah. doing whatever he's doing while in the spirit realm so, yeah uh, well he's still alive but anyway so <laughs> I'm, I will keep that in mind when I get out of the bath next. If I see a, a ghostly spirit pop up and say, hey, uh, you getting married or? <laughs> oh, no, I'm about to be wed to a spirit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to marry uh, Lenny Bruce or something. <laughs> Some old dead guy. Actually, that would that actually be pretty fun. Yeah, that, that he would, was kind of racist, uh, so that was cool. That would, well... I need to, I need him to amp it up a little bit more for me to be super attracted to him. But it's always uh, like, in terms of dead people that you're going to be engaged to, really like Michael Jackson, not oh, just like I mean, a random dead person. It's going to be my, it's going to be Jacko. That I mean, she was a fan in life, so why would he not use her body to channel himself back so that he sure. could marry her? I mean, it makes sense, right? Well, she is Mar- uh, Marilyn Monroe. That's so. right. Uh, somebody who is famously uh, not known to be in Michael Jackson's rep. It would have been better if she would have said Liz Taylor. She mm-hmm. should have done her research a little bit, you dumb cow. <laughs> Fucking slut. Oh, well. <laughs> Next time. Yep. Found this post over on our other Ken. Ah. Hello. I don't know much about this community, but I think I'm either a ghostkin or a dollkin, <laughs> or a ghostkin who just likes dolls a lot, or a ghost dollkin. Sure. Sometimes I feel like a phantom tail, though. Anyways, ask me anything. User Learning Sunflower asked, "Would you say you're kind of a you're a kind ghost or a malicious one? How do the stereotypes of ghosts reflect your personal experience?" Would you say they're accurate or way off? And the OP responded, "Mm, I'm somewhere in between kind and angry. I think I'd be more akin to a Victorian child that was killed by murder because of family problems and has been just sort of lingering, waiting for someone to come along so I can play with them. I'm not really malicious most of the time unless I'm extremely angry or by accident without realizing what I've done. But it's mainly at its worst when I'm feeling extremely hostile or violently angry. <laughs> the general stereotypes aren't bad necessarily, but I think they need more substance to them besides grr, angry ghosts hurt random innocent people. Not all of us hurt people. And if we do, it's probably justified. Ah, sure. That's right. No, officer, you see, uh, she deserved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm a ghost. Some. Yeah. And it's only when I'm angry. It's only when I'm uh, ex- 
extremely hostile and violently <laughs> angry. So if you no got to be deal. angry, there's no better way than to be extremely hostile. <laughs> blow, and, hey folks, blow everything out of proportion. Yeah, Why not? go ahead. You only and be live once. Violently angry. <laughs> you who, only who gives live a hoot? You know what? When the waiter brings you out the wrong meal that you didn't order, just chuck it right across the restaurant. Why not? Because after most, all, you are a ghost. And make the most goddamn of scenes possible. <laughs> just using the excuse. Oh, sorry, I'm a ghost kin. <laughs> like, what the oh, fuck? Sh- I forgot to explain. I'm a ghost kin. <laughs> so, if you look, you at understand. The, if you look at, uh, I have a ghost pin, kin pin here on my. Uh, <laughs> On my backpack, uh, one of the thousands of them that's just mm-hmm. covering the entire thing. And let me try to find it for you so I can help explain. 